With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. One, uh, one more time is we're here at the Single Barrel. It's Hale Varsity Radio Roadshow. Ninth and P back here Friday morning from 6 to 11. Here till 6 tonight. And uh, then the Real Red Reaction for Black Friday at the bar. The bar so got you covered as the Iowa semi has just pulled up to my left here as the Hawkeyes are in town. They just made their way. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal here at the single barrel inside the graduate. Danny Burke, pride of Chicago, Burke's best bets. And log on Danny's site for uh, all your gambling thoughts and needs, burksbeat.com. Danny, happy Thanksgiving. Do you want me to send you a picture of the Iowa 18-wheeler? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Send that my way in. Make sure you get some uh, some egg yolk on there, and make sure it's uh, a, no. uh, a good amount of it too. And I'll be sure to send it to my sister so she knows what they're walking into on Lincoln on Friday. But uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours as well, fellas. Daddy, let's talk Nebraska Iowa. The lines minus two and a half. The unders are historically low. Uh, let's get into the betting opportunities. The value here. What are some values you're seeing with Nebraska Iowa? So this line movement was pretty fascinating, right? If you guys all saw it, I mean, Iowa opened up as about a two-point favorite. Now, Circus Sportsbook, they always put out the early college football openers out there in Las Vegas. We have uh, one of their affiliates out here in Chicago, too. So it was pretty appalling. Maybe not appalling, but it, it took you a little bit back that Iowa was laying two in this spot. And it's not because Nebraska is so much better, but... Anyone who's watched college football knows what this Iowa team is. So the fact that they're laying points on the road in this rivalry type of game was a little bit shocking. And then hence why you saw this line cross the zero, and now we see it flip to Nebraska's about a two, two-and-a-half point favorite. So, again, we know how bad this Iowa offense is. They're dead last in the country in total offense. Nebraska's much better, though. We know they've had their struggles and then some. They're at 113th. But what I pointed out in the article that I wrote up about this game, as you guys very well know, I mean, at least Nebraska offensively can find some success in the run game. They rank 26th in rushing offense, average about 4.6 yards per carry. Iowa can't even rely on that. I mean, they're 105th in terms of their rushing offense. And, again, we know how outstanding the Hawkeyes defense is, seventh best in defense in the country, allowing just four yards per play, 12.4 points per contest. But again, we know that Nebraska is not too far behind with their success defensively. So we factor that in. All right, again, Iowa probably shouldn't be laying points. A little bit of home field advantage for Nebraska. But then more importantly, the incentive in this game. And that being, as we all very well know, Nebraska needs to win to get to a bowl game. Iowa already has their face sealed in terms of what they're doing, meaning representing the Big Ten West in the conference championship game. So it's not that Iowa's not going to get up for this game. But there, this just means so much more to Nebraska. It means so much more to Matt Rule in his first year with this crew. And you already heard some of the players talking about how they want to come back. The recruits excited to get going. And 
yes, it's been a very frustrated year as it most typically is with Nebraska, but at least there's been signs of positivity. At least the defense has been stout, and you know that with the lack of quarterback play, they're still managing to be competitive. So the way I went in with this one is laying minus 124 on the money line with the Huskers. I would play that up to minus 130, and the reason why you're doing that instead of laying the points, even though it is under the key number three, man, I mean, as you alluded to, Schmitty, this total's the lowest in history, so you don't want to sweat out any points more than you have to. So have yourself get some security, lay a little bit more. Huskers should win this one outright. Denny, what is your take on that total? 26.5, the lowest in college football history. For some reason, the under still feels like free money to me, despite how low that number is. <laughs> free money. I, it, it's very, very hard to convince someone to bet the over in any of these teams' games, but especially Iowa. I don't know. I mean, like it, it could be just like an ugly enough game to where you get a defensive touchdown or two to where it maybe gets it over. Uh, but again, I mean, I, I'm certainly not convincing anybody one way or the other. I think you can absolutely make a case for both, but especially toward the under. And you've been able to with practically every Hawkeye game this season. Danny Burks with us, Burks Best Bets, getting you locked in for Nebraska, Iowa. And uh, Daddy, as we're going to take the, the gambling hat off for, or just actually move it to the side and, and talk football for a minute, have you liked what you've seen from Chubba, Pretty? Is it is it too little, or are you uh, are you in on, all right, this, this could be something not only for, for Black Friday, but beyond for Nebraska, if they maybe found a quarterback? You know, I, I do think there's some pros to take away from it in the sense that he's not afraid to kind of let it fly a little bit, not afraid to put his body on the line. And, yes, you saw that with Heinrich Harburg a, a decent amount. But, again, you, you understood the limitations that were there with him. I think this is really good for Purdy to get these experiences these last couple of games and hopefully in a bowl game to where, yeah, you want to keep him going into next year, but you're still going to be seeking out someone who can actually take you to the next level in the quarterback position. But I think still having him there in that backup position is the viable way to approach it. I don't think he's done anything that really wows you in the sense of going, oh, yeah, this is absolutely the guy. But it leaves you feeling as a Husker fan that, all right, if you do get someone a little bit better in the transfer portal, recruiting, whatever it may be, if it doesn't pan out, if an injury persists, at least Purdy's had that experience, especially under Matt Rule and this offense, and you know that he can be viable enough if you fill in those skill positions, if you still have a strong defense. So, yeah, it's been nice knowing that they've had Harvard who took over and did pretty well. Then you also have Purdy back there. But, again, you're kind of hoping they can get someone a tad bit more consistent in the passing game. But, again, Look, the kid's got stones. He's been able to move the ball well enough, at least in that Wisconsin game, to put him in a position to win. But do I want him to be QB1? Not necessarily, but I do like him as a backup option, as I'm sure many people would going forward. It's Danny Burke with us here, Burke's Best Bets on Hale Varsity Radio. And Danny, let's switch, switch gears here, talk some NFL. Schmidt and I were talking earlier in the show about Thanksgiving plans, and one of the things I had to talk myself out of was the Thanksgiving parlay. Moneyline Lions, <laughs> Moneyline Cowboys, Moneyline 49ers. Are you going to talk me back into that here? It seems like a bad idea to try to sweat that out or out of my family and, you know, try to act all normal around the dinner table while I have the phone pulled up on my lap trying to see what's going on in the Lions game. But Lions, Cowboys, 49ers, is that an advisable Moneyline parlay to sweat out on Thanksgiving? 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's a, it's a tradition unlike any other, right? You know, the rest of your family's having a great time while you're going back in, back and forth, checking the TV, and they're like, why are you getting mad at a game involving Sam Howell? And then you have to explain to them that you're sweating out the three-team favorite parlay. But it's hard to really convince anybody to go the opposite direction. I think, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I'll get involved, but right now, I was trying to find some plays for tomorrow and didn't really feel like I had that big of an advantage. I think if I had to narrow it down, I would maybe consider a teaser uh, going with the, the lines there and then adding in the 49ers. The season down the 49ers on a short week in a division game seems like a tough task to actually complete. Like I'm sure it'll come through, but again, as you alluded to, Elijah, you're going to be sweating it out more than you need to. The play that I came the closest to making revolved around David Montgomery and his rushing props. I mean, he had an outstanding game the first go-round against the Packers, like 30 carries for 132 rushing yards. The concern is that Gibbs is getting a little bit more of a snap count. But the Packers do have a weaker defense. The bottom tier DVOA, bottom tier success rate against the run, et cetera. So if they get out to that lead, yeah, they're going to hone in on Montgomery and Gibbs. And he's gone over his rushing uh, rushing crop, I think it was 66 and a half, in every single game except the game he got injured, which was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that was the closest thing I came toward playing. But I do think the Lions get the job done. Maybe look for an in-game spot if the Packers keep it close because they're missing Aaron Jones, they're missing Musgrave, and some other defensive guys are banged up. So Detroit should, keyword should, take care of business, much like the other two favorites tomorrow. Danny Burks with us. Danny, a, a quick thought on Black Friday with Miami and the Jets. The Jets are reeling. Their offense will pay tribute to Iowa and Nebraska's offense, uh, possibly. Uh, you got uh, Tariq and company and Tua and nine and a half on the road. Does that seem a little rich for your blood, or do you, uh, do you even bat an eye at it anymore? You know, I, I probably won't bet this one, but I was thinking a lot more about it today, uh, you know, a couple hours ago, because I, I didn't even realize there was a game on Friday until today. It's kind of a weird spot. But this is a game where Miami should dominate, you'd think. I get that the Jets' defense is solid, and that's the thing they're hanging their hat on, but at some point this defense has to break. And let's be honest, Boyle's probably not going to be worse than Wilson. But the Dolphins' defense is probably going to start clicking at this point after the bye week. You heard a lot of players talking about it. So if it's under 10, I would lean with Miami. If you're a little bit too afraid to do that in this quirky spot, maybe look at a Dolphins team total over if you can get it at like a flat 24. But I think the Dolphins do take care of business, and their defense will look better than they have. And at some point, them offensively, unlike last week, will be able to get into the end zone consistently despite what people think of this Jets defense. Danny, is that game the, the perfect game to follow up Nebraska-Iowa? Not a lot of offense. going to be exciting, a field position game. And then you know what? Right when that Nebraska game ends, you get to watch the Miami Dolphins. Is this going to be one of those games where the Dolphins get to flex their muscle offensively? Is it going to be the, the much-needed remedy to watching Nebraska-Iowa? <laughs> well, that's what we got to hope for, right? And I think you do kind of bring up a good point about that, though, Elijah, with like this miami Utah offense part of me. Because of what you saw last week, I mean, I don't think it was something like they didn't punt until the third or fourth quarter, yet they only amounted 20 points. After their bye week against this Raiders team that was supposed to be very, you know, beatable in this unique spot, they didn't really show up. So I think they're going to make a statement to really try to execute, knowing that it's a better defense against this Jets squad and that they're just so much more talented, too. So that's why I think it bodes well for Miami. And a lot of people have been talking about this really quick, guys. You know, on these short weeks with Thanksgiving here, 
the reason that these favorites end up winning actually more so is because, well, it comes down to, if you don't have as much preparation, just outright talent. And we know least and bounds Miami has the advantage in that regard against the Jets. So that's why i got to side with Miami in this spot. Danny, 30 seconds, Ohio State, Michigan, minus four Wolverines. Do they, who, who stays unbeaten? If Harbaugh's in this game, I'm taking Michigan. But because he's not, I think I'd have to lean toward Ohio State if I'm catching points over the key number of three. But I also really don't like this Buckeyes team, and I don't think a lot of people do. What I may end up doing, I'm going to dive into this more so tomorrow, guys, and I'll be sure to tweet it out, but I'm liking the under for the full game, but maybe even more so for the first half. They're probably going to be more conservative. You don't want to be the side to make that big mistake early on. Second half will be aggressive. Go for it on those fourth and shorts. But first half, I think it's going to be conservative. It would maybe consider the first half under more than the full game under. Getty Burke, Burke's Best Bets, Pride of Chicago with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Find him, Burke'sBeat.com, as well as at Danny Burke 5. Pride of Chicago, enjoy your Thanksgiving with family. Thanks for jumping on. Yeah, you as well, guys. Enjoy the game. Go Big Red. All right, there he is, Danny Burke. We're here live at the Single Barrel, 9th and P.